Huge upcoming series against the San Diego Padres. The Padres, their backs are against the wall. They, The Giants are really the team that they're ultimately chasing as that third wildcard team. And it's do or die time for them. And for the Giants, they're trying to hang on to their precarious playoff position, holding on by a thread. So we'll get into it next. You are Locked On Giants, your daily San Francisco Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked on Giants, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. My name is Ben Kaspik, and on this show, we provide daily episodes Monday through Friday, talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational, but also simple, passionate, and accessible to all. I'm a former contributor for the baseball statistics and analysis websites, Beyond the Box Score and Rotographs. I've been podcasting about the Giants since 2015, and I am a lifelong fan. Thank you for making Lockdown Giants your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts, including YouTube. Check us out there if you have not already, and please hit that subscribe button wherever it is that you're listening. Also, download the Bunches app today, and when you do, our friends at Bunches have featured the Locked on MLB Bunch in the Discover tab. You can also click the link in the descriptions uh, or show notes below to join the Locked on MLB Bunch community today, where I am a part, so you can chat with me there. And anyway, coming up on today's show, we're crossing over with Javier Reyes from Locked on Padres, and it is a very fun and wide-ranging conversation as we are about a month away from the end of the season. So it's not over yet, but the Padres have been an all-time disappointing team this year. People thought they might be the best team in baseball, and here they are, what, 10 games under 500. And like I said, this is a do-or-die series for the Padres. Javier thinks that they're just done and that their energy is not going to be there. I don't take them lightly. And so we'll we'll have that kind of dynamic to our conversation. And he wants to know, what's the key to the Giants' success with a, you know, on paper less talented roster just being able to perform better than an on paper roster that people thought was the perhaps the most talented in baseball. So it's a great conversation. It's a long conversation. Therefore, it's going to be split into two parts one part today, one part tomorrow. So without further delay, here is part one of my conver- conversation with the great Javier Reyes from Locked on Padres. Just in time for this highly competitive, hotly contested, you know, Giants, Padres, both teams, both fan bases on the edge of their seats vying for the wild card spot. I'm just kidding, of course. Uh, it's, it's basically been uh, all a Giants fest, but I'm being joined by of Locked On Giants, Mr. Ben Kaspik, who I've crossed over with a lot. We're going to be breaking down this series this weekend and just the general vibes and shooting questions off each other. Before we get into all of that, Ben, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I mean, today was a loss for the Giants, but uh, not worse than the loss that the Padres suffered. And so by comparison, I'm doing quite well. Look, uh, before we started recording, and I'm not making this up. I mean, I do some things for the camera. Uh, I mean, I literally still have the the Joker hat right over here. I haven't been wearing it. I'm saving it until the Padres officially get eliminated from playoff contention. Um, but I genuinely, not kidding, cackled 
uh, after Josh Hader not only <laughs> lost the game to Tommy Edmond uh, in, hold on, let me do the, the calculations in my head, uh, Tuesday's game, uh, also gave up a walk-off home run. And Ben, Tommy Edmond, not a not a home run hitter, so that makes it even funnier to me. Uh, two outs, that's even that's the even better part. They had two outs, then a double, and then the Tommy Edmond game winner. I genuinely laughed. Oh I genuinely laughed. And that's kind of what the season has been like. And we're going to get deeper into that, guys. But first... Everybody remember, you can follow me on Twitter at Javapeno, J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O, or at L-O underscore Padres. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. Same thing goes for Ben at Ben Kaspic and at Locked on Giants and Locked on Giants on YouTube as well. Great follow. Highly recommend him. Big, big old stat man, this guy. And it's really great. I love it. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. I know that some people on my channel occasionally get frustrated with your with your stats every now and then but i keep telling them like they'll, they'll come true they just didn't come true immediately last year for example alex cobb was a what one player of contention oh yeah in my youtube comments just but th- then almost it, threw a no hitter yeah, yesterday it didn't happen last year but it showed that he was able to do it this year so shouts to him ben i mean i don't know where to start uh this should be this should be a big series um but it's only big for one team and that's the giants who are still in the playoff race Everyone shut up. I know the Padres are still technically uh, in the playoff race, but the Giants are actually realistic. 69 and 64 for the Giants. In terms of the wild card, let's see. Let me just be uh, clear here. They are right there with Arizona. Uh, The real big series is going to be between those two teams, but these are big games for the Giants, uh, certainly. And I want to start off by saying it might make you feel better that this Padres team, the soul, has been sucked out of it like Dementors and Harry Potter. This team, you will see it. And I know that you saw it a little bit earlier, um, but the last time we played you guys, it was uh, bullpen explosions on the part of the Padres. Uh, Maybe some bad bullpen decisions, some would argue. We didn't get to cross over back then, uh, at least not after the series. But this this is different. The Padres actively, you can just see it. Juan Soto made some comments himself. Um but on the other side of things, it seems like the Giants are the actual like clutch team, or at least from afar. I don't know the full breakdown of it, but what's kind of been the just the general vibe on this Giants team that once again I think has surprised people in a lot of ways. Uh, but what do you think is kind of just their their current vibe as we head down to the, I mean September? Like we're right there, uh, right before playoffs. We're right start. there. Yeah, I mean the current vibe. I would say is pretty good, but it wasn't good prior to the last four Mm -hmm. days because, Mm -hmm. I mean, they went through a stretch of over two months where they were literally the worst offensive team in baseball. And I'm talking Mm -hmm. over two months, like over a third of a season. Mm -hmm. And so that wasn't fun. Somehow Mm -hmm. throughout a lot of that, they managed to be okay record-wise like that's the kind of performance I'm talking like the worst in batting average, the worst in on-base percentage, the worst in slugging. Just mm-hmm. they were dreadful for over 2 months up until recently and I wouldn't say they've set the world on fire recently, but one thing that's been a constant with this team is that young players have come up and energized them at various times mm-hmm. and In the last four days, they were able to beat the Braves on Sunday Night Baseball, and that was a lot of fun. They were in danger of getting swept, but instead they had a good game against Atlanta, a lot of fun plays. It was just a good, fun game to kind of 
clear the negativity. And they played the Braves a lot in the last... They played both their series against the Braves like in the span of 10 days. And so they lost... The Giants lost seven series in a row in August. Um, they lo- they won the first, and then they lost seven straight series in August. So that kind of poor offense caught up with them, and they started losing. And they, they were in a strong playoff position, but now they've fallen out to where they're like kind of just barely right there in that third spot. They were the number one spot not long ago. But young players coming up and providing a spark like at various moments throughout the season. First, we had Patrick Bailey, mm-hmm. who I think has established himself as arguably the best defensive catcher in baseball and arguably the best defender period in baseball. That's how much yeah, of a difference he's made. Mm-hmm. And you've got other guys like Luis Matos and Casey Schmidt and Ryan Walker as a, a reliever um, who have like had their moments and provided their sparks. But just recently, you had the debut of Kyle Harrison, who is perhaps their best prospect of all. And mm-hmm. he's made two starts now. His first start was against Philly. And I was really impressed. The, the final line doesn't really show how well he pitched. And how effective the fastball was. And it reminded me a lot of what I saw last year from Carlos Rodon in terms of just the fastball being overpowering and Mm -hmm. the ability to just like the reaction of the hitters when they see it and how they're just like jumping out of the way. It just, it just gets on them quick. It's a deceptive arm, arm angle and it's high velocity. But the Phillies got to him with some of his sliders and, you know, Bryce Harper hit a home run. But then on Monday, he goes out there against the Reds and he goes and just has a historically good performance. Six and a third, 11 strikeouts, I think two or three hits, two walks, including one to the final batter he faced. And so of all the – they've had – a lot of rookies, I would say Bailey's been like the only impact rookie so far, but Harrison has a chance to be like a front of the rotation starter. And that kind of energy is with them right now and help them win this Red Series. And suddenly you've got Webb, you've got Cobb, who just almost threw a no-hitter, and then you've got the young stud. Suddenly you're looking like, okay, this can help get us to the playoffs and this can help us win playoff series, especially short series where it's only a best of three and you're going to see Cobb and Harrison in this upcoming series. And so the offense, it's like hit or miss. And you kind of have to pray that it's like, sometimes they just disappear. They disappeared today, but um, they've managed to just kind of come back from tough times. And I think the Mm -hmm. Padres, it's kind of been the opposite they've managed to never mm-hmm. propel themselves. Yeah. At, like the fact that they haven't won four games in a row all year is just a staggering fact yeah. to me. And that just, the Giants, I mean, the Giants have been streaky. They've won 10 in a row this year. And anyway, yeah, that's where they're at. And I'll just say, you, and I think it's totally interesting how you view the upcoming series as like 
the Padres aren't in it, it's irrelevant for them. Like they're done. But from the outside looking in, that team is still super scary, mm-hmm. super dangerous. And at any moment, like you just don't want to let your foot off the gas against them. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I'm feeling. And I'm sure that's how the Giants themselves are feeling. Nobody's feeling like mm-hmm. Padres are just toast. Instead, it's like, this is a scary and dangerous team, but mm-hmm. so far they just have not been able to show it on any kind yep. of consistent basis. Locked on Padres and Locked on Giants fans, I have to tell you about a new app. It's called Bunches. It's a new app built just for sports fans where you can chat sports in real time. If you click the link in the show notes description to join the app or just you can go to the Apple Store as people do. You just type in Bunches and you download it. I'm telling you, you're going to love the conversations with our Locked On hosts. They're all starting to get on it. If you just want to talk, you want to be like, hey, you want to send some memes? Send me some memes my way. I love that stuff. It's great. It's fantastic. That's basically all I have to do these days. I don't know. I'm at a position where I can't really tell you stats anymore. I'm always like, yeah, Bogart's bad. I don't have any new numbers for you, kind of. But I'm always there for the memes. Uh, people seem to like those. It's a free app, guys. Like I said, Locked On MLB Chat is featured in the kind of uh, Discover app. You'll see it immediately. They're featuring us. Um, and it's great. You can tell us little stories about the team, share us pictures of the ballpark, whatever you want to do. It's really cool stuff. Download the app. And when you do, like I said, at Bunches, they have featured the Locked On MLB Bunch uh, group uh, in the Discover tab. Um, so go check that out and join the Locked On MLB Bunch community today. As soon as you... Th- oh, they sweep the Rangers, one of the best teams in baseball before the deadline. Then they win a series against the Rockies. And then, up, oh, up, oh, there's two series against... The- no, 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 they lose five out of seven of those and they get absolutely wiped out. Get swept by the Pirates. Just throw that in for get measure. Uh, get swept by the Brewers. You lose two walk-offs to the Cardinals. So I know that other people from the outside, they look at this and they're like, I mean, it's still Manny Machado. I mean, it's still Xander Bogarts. It's still t-. And I'm here to tell you, don't worry about it. I'm telling you, don't worry about it. I'm not saying <laughs> that like so. they can't win a series. That's totally possible. But like in terms of the fear, you will be. it will be amazing how you will watch these batters and you'll be like, what? If runners are on for if there's no runners on base and Xander Bogarts has come out coming up, just walk them, and then Bogarts will hit into double play. He's already hit into twenty this year, three more than he did all of last year. Uh, I believe he's hitting one hundred with runners on first and second, something crazy like that. And you're you're like, <laughs> you see that reaction is, oh, that is a microcosm I mean, of the Padres season, man. It's crazy. What? What's wild to me is I remember <laughs> following the Padres closely at the beginning of the year and you couldn't get the guy out. And it just seemed yeah. like this is a great signing. He's going to have a great year. He's just a, getting a hit every time he comes up. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden now you're telling me stuff like this. And that just goes to show you that baseball is a marathon and not a sprint. And mm-hmm. that this marathon for the Padres this year, thus far, they're not eliminated yet. Uh, I mean, that's the thing is that Maybe you maybe you think that desperation isn't even there with this team. Like they don't even feel the need to feel mm-hmm. to feel desperation about their position. But this is a four game series against. Yeah, I mean the Giants tech being that third wild card team. Technically, that is the team that they are chasing to mm-hmm. get that final spot to get in. Mm-hmm. And so, you couldn't really ask for a bigger series from the Padres' perspective. And so to me, I'm expecting a sense of urgency from the Padres. But hey, if they're not going to show it, 
great (laughs) right exactly (laughs) um but yeah i mean and there's it hasn't been all bad and we're going to talk about exactly what i think the biggest difference has been between both of these teams uh get a little bit get a little bit stat statty with it all but before we do that i want to take just a second to talk to you all about FanDuel. all right we're we're in the midst it's coming up you guys know what's coming up you got not just the baseball playoffs and the end of season stuff but it's football time because we live in the United States here. Uh, at least me and Ben do. And football's pretty big here. Uh, let me tell you. And right now, new customers can get $5. Hold on. Sorry. Read that wrong. Can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. I am touching my nose right now for all my video listeners because i'm about to sneeze um now is the best time to join the FanDuel app it's easy to use and you can be on everything from spreads to player props and more it's really great stuff love FanDuel. you probably heard of them before i I probably don't even have to read the rest of this ad you've heard of them they're money they're great and just in time for football i love that sunday ticket deal that's awesome for all you you know if you're san francisco uh for ben's side maybe you're a 49ers fan on my side I don't know. <laughs> you used to have a team, <laughs> but still, uh, maybe maybe just big into fantasy football. So go check that out, guys. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season with an offer you don't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of LockedOn and the NFL. Everybody, we're back here on the Lockdown Padres and Lockdown Giants podcast. Be sure to check out both of our play-by-play broadcasts on the SiriusXM app. It's great. And remember... We're your free uh, podcast, your team every day, of course, and free and available on all platforms. Ben, man, I mean, I, I have so many different directions to go into, uh, I think. And and for one thing, it's it's funny because you mentioned young players. Padres have had a couple players step up. You mentioned Patrick Bailey, not like the most incredible offensive player in the world, but I don't. I think it's so important to mention that that's because he's a catcher. By catcher standards, I just looked. He's got a 99 WRC plus. League average is about 85. Great. That's amazing. The Padres have actually had, that's the one area that I would tell you, you know what? Pay attention to this Giants fans because the Padres low key have a nice platoon at catcher with Gary Sanchez, <laughs> which is like one of the, the the things about the Padres that needs to be addressed. This is more of my show thing is something I talk about a lot is the, the fact that every player they bring in, they either stay the same or get worse. They do not do what the Giants do where they might find someone like your Tyro Estrada or maybe a Lamont Wade, some undervalued players, and they make them better. doesn't happen for the Padres. So it is un, it is paramount, divinely hilarious that the one player who seems to have gotten better for them is Gary Sanchez. And I'm not just saying that. Like He really has been incredible this year. Um, a lot of it fueled by timely home runs, uh, just hitting a lot of home runs. His slugging is like 500 from the last time I checked. And his defense, while usually poor, hasn't been that bad. In fact, ever since he joined the team, uh, Blake Snell's ERA became like negative seven, right? Like he just (laughs) doesn't give up runs anymore. And Blake Snell has been on fire and legitimately could win the Cy Young at this rate. So he's been good. Not an incredible defender, but not terrible. And that's all they need. And then they have Luis Campizano, who needs some work with the defensive stuff, with throwing out runners, runners like running on him. But when it comes to offense... I am Ben. He's only got a 13.5% K rate. He's got a 122 WRC plus. So that's what's fun about this team is they have two catchers who can hit you hard. They don't have that Patrick Bailey, you know, pop time and the 100 percentile frame rate. But two catchers, especially a young one that 
maybe they can nurture and maybe you could get better behind the plate and all that stuff. Really cool stuff uh, overall, but it's kind of all the positives I have for you. And then Hassan Kim who rules and smiles. And I love him very much. It's so funny to me that the giants outplay their, their um, I'm going to call it their, like their, their, their peripherals, uh, their main peripherals. And what I mean by that is like 23rd and batting average, 21st and on base percentage, 22nd and runs, 21st and home runs, 25th and slugging, 10th and ERA, right? Like they're good at starting pitching, but they, you know, they still are managing to win. I mean, I think the biggest thing for that is that they are not nearly as horrid. And I mean that word in every sense, horrid uh, in close games. Um, <laughs> That's what I was going mean, to say too. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I was going to say. It is, look. The Giants, when you take into account what I just brought up, the fact that their offense isn't all that great, there's a lot of reasons for that that you could get into. But they're 19 and 17 in one-run games. Do you know what the Padres are in one-run games? Yeah, because I have it pulled up. <laughs> Can you tell the people what they are? Because I was going to bring it up. They're 6 and 22 in one-run <laughs> games, including today, another one-run game. It w- You know, they were winning by one run. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't know this double also happened with two outs in the ninth, but up by a run. Josh Hader on the mound, who's great. That's what it's just so baffling. Like it's not like Hader's having a bad year at no. all, right? Had a sub one ERA heading into that. Yeah. S- sub one ERA. But yet, no, nevertheless, double home run against a team that's last place. Been cursed all season long in the Cardinals. All season long. They are trotting out the decayed corpse of Adam Wainwright. And they. Oh my God. It was Adam Wainwright today. No, it wasn't Adam Wainwright. But uh, the previous games, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the Padres only tagged him for like two runs. I'm going to check that right now. But that right there, (laughs) you see that one, that one even got you. You were like, oh God, that's gross. (laughs) Let me see if I can find it real quick. Well, and the the extra innings as well, you know, Mm -hmm. it's crazy. Yeah, the 0 extra and 11. Are 0 and 11. 0 and 11 in extra 0 and 11. Is... One away, from what I understand, from tying the worst ever. Yep. I believe it was the Expos. I believe it was the Expos. Yeah, in like 1979 or something. Incredible stuff all around. It's incredible. Yeah, I mean, and that that alone. Only one run against like... Wainwright. <laughs> only one run against Wainwright. They did, they did yeah. get eight hits, but that also speaks to they refuse to drive anybody in a lot of people. It's my pin tweet on the lockdown Padres Twitter account, the left on base Padres uh, podcast. That's what they do. Um, and then the giants, even though being less talented, they're 1917. They're like average, you know, mm-hmm. if the Padres were just average in every year, and I don't care, would it have been disappointing? Yeah. A little bit. You bring in Bogarts, you bring in Soto, you know, you get Tatis back. Like, of course, but if they were just average, they are probably like, I'm just throwing out numbers. They're like two games up on the Giants right now, probably. Like that's how, because they have good starting pitching. They have good defense. They have Josh Hader at the minimum at coming out of the bullpen. Like the starters are supposed to be the weakness of this team. Uh, and that has not been the case. Michael Walk has been awesome. Seth Lugo has been awesome. Musgrove when he was there. Like I said, Snell could win the, the Cy Young. Darvish has been a mess, but it doesn't matter. That's how good the Padres starting pitching has been as a whole. So it's like just a, 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 it's fluky, but it's also reminiscent of what their franchise is. And I'm wondering, Ben, 
What do you think it is? Because with the Giants, they keep doing this. And last year, yeah, they fell off a bit. But then the year before, they won like a hundred. They were like the nineteen or the two thousand one Mariners, practically. Just everyone had career years, and that just doesn't seem to happen with the Padres. What do you think there might like one of the differences you think might be between the two? It is perplexing, and it's. I mean, this Padres team, the season is not over, but. (laughs) <laughs> if they were to not make the postseason and just continue to flounder throughout the month of September, they're going to go down as one of the most perplexing and underperforming teams in the history of the game. Like mm. we were on here pre-season just gushing about them and everybody except me and Jeff Snyder. And I only mm. did it in part to try to jinx the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> he took the pick. Um, yeah. Everybody's picking the Padres to win the division. Mm-hmm. And at this at the at the moment, uh I don't know if you know this, but the Padres are 21 and a half games out. <laughs> They're almost eliminated and we're not even in September in the uh-huh. NL West. So so much for that. So what do I think it is? Uh I mean, I've got to imagine there's some kind of lack of cohesion mm-hmm. among the players. Mm-hmm. I, know, I, I I hate to speculate like that, but like, mm-hmm. it, like sometimes just when you lump a bunch of stars together, it doesn't work. I feel like we've seen that in other sports. Yeah, absolutely. Where especially like when they're like hired guns, they're kind of just brought in from the outside mm-hmm. and. I don't know. I mean, Bogarts, like, he chose to sign here. Machado chose to sign there. And uh, Juan Soto, of course, didn't have a choice and was just traded. But mm-hmm. it seems like he's had a pretty good personality mm-hmm. and, like, attitude about it all. Mm-hmm. But you've got so many players who are, like, not homegrown. Yeah, And I think that that's part of what, mm-hmm. like, like I said, it's so energizing like you mentioned Luis Campuzano. Mm-hmm. Imagine like a team where you've got and where you've got like six, seven, eight guys who are like that kind of young energy mm-hmm. and like they were in your farm system and you watch them grow and the fans like witness the, all that. I mean, that's I'm just kind of spitballing here because yeah. uh, like I said, it's really hard to say what the reason is. But that, you know, when you look at like the the early 2010s giants that had all that success homegrown players mm-hmm. and you look at the astros currently like homegrown players a lot of homegrown players and the padres consistently trade their homegrown players mm-hmm. and so many of them have gone on there are so many players around the league who were with the padres yeah never really got a shot or got a little bit of a shot and then went on to be anywhere from mediocre to good to great. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of wonder, like, would they have been better off just letting those players blossom with San Diego instead Mm -hmm. of trading them away for these kind of hired guns, like I said? But it's, I mean, it's, I have a hard time statistically saying that yeah. you're better mm-hmm. off not having Juan Soto and Manny Machado and Xander Bogarts and Blake Snell and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. and Josh Hader, 
but here we are and it and it does seem like this is not it's not just a one-year fluke this the padres have done this before mm. and pretty consistently i mean the one year last year basically it's not like mm-hmm. they had a great season. They won 89 games. I, I get it. They went to the NLCS. It was a mm-hmm. very good season, but it's not like they yeah. won 100 games. They won 80-something yeah. games, even mm-hmm. with all this talent. So I have no idea, but I'm glad that it's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That is all the time we have for today. Had to cut that conversation short, and the rest of it will be aired tomorrow. Really hope you enjoyed what you heard so far. Really hope you come back. Tomorrow, the everydayers will catch that conversation. If there's, you know, a big storyline out of tonight's game, uh, I will, of course, do my best to cover that as well. Maybe a bonus episode or whatever, if it's warranted. So anyway, once again, my name is Ben Caspic. Check me out on Twitter or X at Ben Caspic, K-A-S-P-I-C-K. If you like this show, please consider rating it or leaving a review. It helps me out a lot. So thanks in advance and thanks to everyone who's done so already. Sincerely, I mean it. Thank you. So anyway, can't wait to be with you again tomorrow. Uh, Thanks for listening. Go Giants. Huge game. You are now Locked on Giants.